Hey, hey, y'all. So I got the suggestion to talk about tour stories and shit like that. So I think for the first proper Todd Pot Podacy, I am going to give the history of the song Legs of an Asian. I went through a phase in my mid-twenties where I felt that a, a writer had to be as honest as possible when it came to lyrics or just writing in general, that you had to experience whatever it is that you're going to be writing about to, to give the reader uh, the most honest uh, feeling, uh, to, to convey the most honest emotions and feelings. So, with that said, um, Hoboken was on tour, I believe, with the Ataris and the Vandals. The Vandals were playing a few shows with us on the West Coast. And this was about 98. Uh, we had a two days off in Reno, Nevada. So our first night there, we pull into town, and it was kind of late. We got a crappy motel, slept. Woke up the next morning, went to casinos, did whatever. Later on that evening, we uh, decided that we wanted to go out drinking. So... We go out drinking, and we end up at a bar called Peyton's Place. There's nobody in this bar. It's us, the bartender, the bartender's friend, and a dude. Well, we're all piling into this bar, getting our drinks, talking with the bartenders. Comes out that we're in a band. Comes out that we're from Chicago. The guy that's in the bar when we arrived there, kind of moves over to, to us where we're sitting and says, hey, I'm, I'm from Chicago too. And, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's happy that he's met some, some dudes from Chicago. And uh, he tells us, hey, you guys should stick around at this place. This place gets really fucking crazy at nighttime. You'll, it's worth it. Just stick around. Well, the rest of the guys in the band were getting kind of antsy. Some wanted to get back to the motel couple of the other guys wanted to go to a strip club. Uh, the guy keeps saying to us, stick around, stick around. This this place is, it really is something special. Guy, guys that wanted to go to the strip club said, come on, let's go to the strip club. There was a strip club right, right next door, I think, to this bar uh, called Peyton's Place. So, needless to say, everybody leaves but me. As the night progresses, more and more people come into this bar. And uh, I keep noticing people walking past me and going into the back of the bar into a, like a, what looks like a, what, what could have been a bathroom. I hadn't left the bar yet to even see where the bathroom was at. So I was just assuming people were going into this bathroom. And it was couples. Uh, the bartender was this huge, she had to have been at least 6'2", enormous breasts, blonde hair, biker chick, just 
Amazon babe. And she had a a barback type friend that was uh, this fucking pockmarked, just horrifying desert slut. Looked like been through the ringer quite a bit, but a killer body. So let's let's get that out of the way right there. More and more people start filtering into this bar and going into the back of the bar. The Amazon bartender comes up to me after just feeding me drinks all night for free because uh, she took a shining to me. Uh, she tells me, there's a couple in the back that would like you to go back there. And I was confused. I'm like, go back where? She goes, go go in the back. Uh, there's a door on your left. Open up the door and you'll see what's back there. So I take my drink, walk to the back of the bar, open up the door. And before my eyes is a guy, a white man, with a naked Asian lady laying on a red couch. And the room was painted red with a red light bulb and it had a circular table in the middle and like a kind of a shitty red velvet couch that the woman was laying on. And the guy had a brown paper bag with him. The, the, the lady is completely nude laying on the couch. And the guy says to me, I'd like you to fuck my wife. And I, I start to laugh and I say, you want me to fuck your wife? And he goes, yeah, it's, it's fine. I, I want to watch while you fuck my wife. And in this bag is condoms and uh, different types of like lotions and body rubs and raspberry tasting shit and all sorts of weird sex shit. So needless to say, I proceed to fuck his wife for quite a while. And he ends up jerking off. I finish. He finishes. I walk back out to the bar. And I sit back down. And the bartender smiling. Her uh, pockmarked friend is smiling. And uh, they're like, so? And I'm like, holy shit. What, what the fuck is this place? And I think it's a, it's a swingers bar. Oh, I get it now. I get it. I get it. So the night goes on. And uh, it gets to be time to uh, close the bar. And I'm getting getting kind of nervous because I don't know how I'm going to get back to the motel. And I am fucked up. Just out of my fucking mind. Fucked up. I, this was before anyone had cell phones. I probably had not more than $5 on me. Uh, no way to contact the guys in the band. And I could barely remember where our motel was at. And I knew the guys had gone, some of the guys at least, had gone to the strip club next to the, the bar that I was in. So I kind of felt maybe I should go over there. I asked the bartender if they're still open. And she's like, no, they're, they're closed, but you could just hang out with us tonight. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds good. So everyone goes out, filters out of the bar. She closes up, cleans up, and uh, me... The bartender, pockmarked girl, and a, a transvestite friend of theirs that kind of looked like Iggy Pop, but if you took Iggy Pop and dragged him behind your car for about five miles in the desert, uh, went back into the red room. And we're all back there and we're drinking, and uh, 
I had pretty much experienced what I felt every drug I wanted to do. Um, I had snorted tons of heroin. I had done coke. I had done plenty of hallucinogens, massive amounts of pot. Uh, There was one drug that I never did because I really didn't care about it, and it really wasn't available in the Chicago area, and that was crystal meth. It turns out that the Amazon bartender's boyfriend is one of the, what she says at least, one of the main distributors of crystal meth in the Reno area. And she had a shit ton of crystal meth in one of those big glass pipes with the ball on the end and the whole nine yards. And uh, as we're in this room, she asked me if I want to you know, partake with them. So I smoke meth with them. And as we're smoking meth, the two girls start making out with one another. And I'm starting to get the vibe that fucking ragged Iggy Pop wants to fuck around with me. And I just just wasn't into it. It wasn't my thing. But I was getting really fucking horny. I mean, the whole night was pretty much just uh, a sex explosion. So... What ends up happening is Amazon Girl ends up fucking me, and then Pockmark Girl fucks me, while Iggy Pop, that's been dragged behind a car in the desert, dances and beats off on the round table that's in the room. And we must have been in there for about two and a half hours of nonstop fucking, absolutely no coming. I mean, to the point where... I thought maybe if my dick didn't explode, my head would explode. And if that didn't explode, I might explode. All of this kind of winds itself down. We all stop fucking. Iggy Pop star stops beating off. And uh, we end up leaving and going to get Bloody Marys at another bar. And it's about 5 in the morning at this time. You're on fucking casino time, so it's nobody ever goes to bed. But the strip joints do end up closing for a little bit. So we go, we drink our Bloody Marys, and it just so happens that where they took me to, I recognized the motel I was staying at and had them drop me off at the motel. Uh, I crept into the motel. It was about 7.30 in the morning, and I, I was fucking wired. I was stoked. I had, I had never experienced anything like that in my life. Uh, I I was besides myself. Tried to explain to the guys that they should have stayed at the fucking bar because it it was just it was mind blowing. I really don't think the guys understood what I experienced, and uh, we kind of left it at that. And that's where the song "Legs of an Asian" stems from. Uh, with that said. My life has slowed down quite a bit, and I've grown up quite a bit to the point where I no longer feel that one needs to experience certain things to be able to write about them. It was a really uh, immature way to think about things, and it caused a lot of static. So, I hope you enjoyed this, and uh, until next time, see y'all later.
okay